0: We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Bardwell. To hear more, please use our media player at PCACHurch.com. And join us every Sunday at 1030 at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City. Now join us for the following message. Think, there's no way God can figure this out. I want to talk about that today. Seven billion people in the world today and we all have one thing in common. We all have ancestors. We all have a lineage. A mosaic is a picture or a pattern produced by arranging together small colored pieces of hard materials such as stone, glass, or tile. And last week I talked about this, that we cannot have a mosaic if we start out and we only have one whole piece. Every piece must be what? Broken. If it can't be broken, then it can't be used. I've known some people in my life that will not break. I mean, the Spirit of God can be so strong, either in the message or in the service, and they just stand there, white-knuckled. I'm not moving. I'm not breaking. But I want to tell you, unless we're broken, God cannot use us. And some people think, well, because I am broken, then God cannot use me. And I want to show you today that God has designed a mosaic. And last week I talked about it. I want this to be something that you repeat every week. You are that piece. You are that piece in the mosaic. And God cannot make this masterpiece without you. You are not a mistake. You are not here by chance. You are here because God placed you here for purpose and for reason. The lineage of Jesus, well, it's not pretty. I talked about it last week. I've got some scoundrels in my family. His is not pretty. It's not the rich and famous. It's not perfect. But it is real people with real problems living real lives. And sometimes if we are not careful, we can get the wrong impression. Uh, I've had people get the wrong impression of me and Sammy. They'll see us at Walmart, they go, You guys shop at Walmart? Well, yeah. You guys buy your own groceries? Yeah. Somebody saw me mowing the yard. You mow your own yard? Yeah, I kind of have to. A dog, it doesn't get mowed. Because we're real people living real lives with real problems. Matthew chapter 1, 3. Judah, the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. How many know the story of Tamar? Perez, the father of Hezron. Hezron, the father of Ram. I'm going to talk about Tamar in just a moment. Matthew 1, 5. Solomon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. How many know the story of Rahab? Talk about her. Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed, the father of Jesse. If we're not careful, we read through genealogy and and gloss over it. Verse 6, And Jesse, the father of King David, David was the father of Solomon, whose mother had been Uriah's wife. Who is she? How do they all fit into the mosaic? The key that I want all of us to hear today is no one is beyond the grace of God. No one. No matter how much you have messed up, no matter how many bad decisions and and bad roads you have taken, no matter how bad you think your life is broken, God says, I have enough grace for you today. I have enough mercy for you because you fit into my masterpiece. I want you to hear this, church. God will accept you where you are. You don't have to get somewhere and make your life perfect. Now I'm going to church. No. God accepts you where you are. In Genesis 38, we find the account of Tamar. Tamar was married to Ur. Ur was the son of Judah. Ur was the leader of the tribe of Judah. He was the main man. He died. Tamar began to have a scheme. She disguised herself as a prostitute and went out on the streets. Now Judah, who was Ur's father, was out cruising. And he saw Tamar. Would be here today For all of sin to fall short of the glory of God Everybody But God put Tamar there because She is that piece in the genealogy Of Jesus She was not disqualified Broken? Absolutely Repulsive? Absolutely Yet grace And mercy God's grace is sufficient No matter where we are, God will accept you where you are. We have a mindset that we have to get to this perfect place. No, wherever you are, ditches, wherever God may find you, he will accept you where you are. Secondly, God will change what you are. Now, this is where the message sometimes we don't hear this part because we just want to know that God accepts me, but he never leaves us alone. That's the difference in a lot of messages that the world is proposing today. We have a lot of churches, oh, just come as you are, and their their whole method is stay as you are, as long as you keep coming. God doesn't do that. He takes you where you are, but then he changes us. He changes us. In Joshua chapter 2, we find Rahab, again, a prostitute in Jericho. She was a Canaanite. (laughs) The Jews despised the Canaanites. She was an enemy. She worshipped Baal. She was evil. Everything against the children of Israel, she was the... That's who she was. Joshua sent spies into the city. She lied to her neighbors. She hid the spies. And in return, they agreed that when they took the city of Jericho, they would spare her. So that when they begin to march around, you know the story, and the, and the walls begin to fall, she had a, a piece of red fabric in her window, and it spared her. She was spared because she had changed. She changed her mindset. She didn't hate these people anymore. She, she began to work with them, and they began to work with her, and because of that, her life was saved. She also left the worship of Baal and began to worship. Jehovah. You see, God, he loves us where we are, but he changes, changes us. He changes our adoration. He changes who we hang out with and who we're now cooperating with and who we're living for. And she became the great, great grandmother of King David. Wow. God used a pagan prostitute Because she was that piece in the mosaic. God will use who you are. Yeah. Well, pastor, in society, I'm this or I'm that. Or maybe you puff your chest out a little bit and go, Pastor, uh, you don't know who I am. But God does. God does and he will use who you are. We find Bathsheba, 2 Samuel chapter 11. I mean, it's a story of lust, adultery, murder, power. She was bathing in a place to where she could be seen. That's a whole other story we could get into. King David saw her and said, wow, I must have her. At all costs. So he did. She became pregnant. Then David sent her husband into battle, knowing he put him on the front line so that he would be killed, so that then she would be free to marry him. Wow. These are our ancestors. This is our lineage. This is who we have DNA in us today, right? She married King David. They both later repented. But I wonder how many churches today would have forgiven them. I wonder how many churches when they walked in the church, they would have oh, David, she was Laughter. Going, hey, King David's here today. Hallelujah! Good offering. But I wonder, how many of us would embrace Tamar? Right. Well, we know the stories about her. She likes to roam the streets, Pastor. And do we really want that kind of person in the church? Mm-hmm. Well, we, we we heard about um, that, that that prostitute there in Jericho, and you know, I, I, even though she helped us out, I just don't know we should trust her. Aren't you glad that God looks at all of us with so much love, mercy, and grace? And then this Bathsheba, David, no one is beyond the grace of God. Your past could be filled with adultery, lust, power, murder. I've got a great friend of mine pastors an awesome church. In Tennessee, convicted murderer, got saved in prison, and now pastors are a church of thousands. You know why? That piece. He's that piece in the mosaic. Bathsheba's son was named Saul. It is by grace that we are saved. That not of ourselves. Plenty of sins involved in the Messianic Mosaic. You may be broken today. But if you are, I got really good news for you. Now you're in a place where God can use you. Because if you haven't been broken, you can't be used. You may be humiliated in life, disappointed in yourself. You may feel a lot of guilt. You may even feel dirty and filthy. Listen We've all felt that way. Worthless, ashamed, rejected. People have done worse than you and I. And yet they are in the mosaic. And if they can be in the mosaic, then why can't we? God's grace is greater than all my sins. I know that to be true. tell you one more story. There was a man by the name of Antonio Stradivarius. you ever heard of him? great guy. lived about 350 years ago. He has made the most prized and expensive violins ever known to man. He was a master violin maker. His violins are prized because of their perfect tones and resonations. And you might think well pastor, it's because Antonio had access to the finest of everything. Actually, the opposite is true. Antonio Stradivarius was a very poor, poor man. He did not have access to all the finest of woods and trees. As a matter of fact, here's what he would do. Antonio would go down early in the morning because he would get there before other people by the water's edge and find old pieces of driftwood. Take those old pieces of driftwood, take them back to his home and begin to work with them because he is what? A master. He began to take that driftwood and began to work with that wood and he began to dry it out and clean it up and smooth it out Prepare it, begin to carve it, shape it, and the final product we all know is worth millions of dollars today a Stradivarius. Very few people have one because it's prized. Later it was discovered, listen to this, later it was discovered that the wood found in the harbor had been in the water for a long time. They found microscopic organisms living in the wood and had eaten the cells of the wood, and that was what was causing the fibrous infrastructure. The fibrous infrastructure caused the tones and the resonations. Isn't that amazing? That this man took what others considered to be trash, what others walk by every day, and probably the prominent citizens go, we need someone to clean up the, the beaches of this harbor. We need someone to get rid of all this that's unappealing to the eyes. And here's a man who came down and he saw prized possessions. I mean, he, he looked up, oh, look at that, look at that. And pick it up and go, you have no idea what I have in store for. You. You have no idea what you're about to become. Take it home, dry it out, clean it up, smooth it out, and begin carving on it. Making something beautiful out of something that everyone else had trashed. Was it a coincidence? No. You see, God has all this stuff in his mosaic. And there's a lot of us today. You know what? Sometimes we feel like we've been kicked aside. Sometimes we feel like that people are walking by us and they don't even say hi or bye or kiss my foot or nothing. <laughs> they, they walk by me and I feel like, you know, I'm just trash to them. It's like, won't even talk to me. If they say hi to me at church, but out in the public. They don't talk to me. and <laughs> so I went to a wedding yesterday and we had some other things that to do. So later in the evening, we went to Walmart all dressed up. We saw some church people at Walmart. I had to tell them, we don't normally dress like this to go to Walmart. <laughs> I just thought in their minds, they're perceiving man, Pastor's always dressed up in a suit and the city's always dressed up to the hill even to go to Walmart. <laughs> no. No, sometimes at Walmart, you may see me and go, oh, that's not my like pastor. <laughs> but God looks at every one of you Every one of us. And he picks us up out of our sins. And he holds us in his hand. And he says, you have no idea what I'm about to make out of you. You have no idea what a beautiful life you're going to have in me. You have no idea the sounds of praise and worship that are going to come out of you. Because your past is going to give your future the tones and the resonations that are going to be beautiful to my ears. And you're going to be a masterpiece. Wow. Wow. Tamar. Yeah. Rahab. Yeah. Bathsheba. All part of the mosaic. And God, when he started talking, after 400 years of silence, I told you last week, what did he start doing? Genealogy. I would have loved for God to have said, hey Matthew, been quiet for 400 years. I'm coming soon. But he didn't. Matthew said, and here's what God said. genealogy, the lineage, family tree. Let's skip over that part of that. I'm going to get to Matthew 2 at the birth of Jesus, right? No. Because God understands that we need to know our history, the lineage, where we have come from and what we have come through to be here today. And what God sees in you is a masterpiece. What he sees in you is what you are still yet to become. He's not finished. He's not finished carving on us, shaping us. And yes, that's harsh at times, isn't it? There's things that where God cuts out of my life. I'm like, whoa whoa, 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 whoa. I like that. No, 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 no. No, this is not going to work. You don't understand. I've got to take this out. So that you can have the right tones. So that you can have the same attitude that I have. So that you can begin to have the right sounds. Because right now you don't sound like a man of God. Right now you don't look like a man of God. But I'm going to make you look like a man of God. And I'm going to make you sound like a man of God. And you are going to be pleasing to me. Then you will bring joy to everyone who hears you. Wow. I don't know what that says to you, but I know what it says to me. He takes me where I am. He can use me. But he's going to change me. (laughs) He's going to change it. And we're all in that process right now. I thank God that I'm not finished. <laughs> I thought there'd be more amens in that And <laughs> yeah. I thank God you're not finished. Amen. There we go. Because yeah. God's at work in you. And God is at work in me. Yeah. And He takes all of us from all of our various backgrounds, no matter what the history may be lust, adultery, thievery, murder, lying, stealing, cheating, whatever it may be. And His grace is more than sufficient. Hallelujah. And His mercies are new every morning. And He looks at us every day. You have no idea. No idea what I have in store for you. No idea what I can do with you with my hands in your life. My hands. The master's hands working on us. He sees every one of us. and He doesn't see our past Sees our futures. But he's working with us in our present. I'm going to meet you where you are. I'm going to change you. And I'm going to use you. God wants to use every one of you. He sees the future of this church. And he sees how you fit into ministries. And how you fit and how your testimony can touch somebody else's life that's about to walk through these doors. And he goes, I need you there because you are that piece that person that's about to come in. You are that piece for that person you're about to meet in the store. You are that piece for that person that you are about to meet in life and I've got you ready. I've broken. Yeah, you're broken, but I'm going to use you to place you because you're beautiful and no one else can take your place. I've got you here for purpose and reason. I'm telling you, PCA, you have no idea what God in store for this church. What God has in store for you. But we've all got to get into that right place with God. We've all got to get right into his hands and say, Lord, I surrender. Do whatever you want to do in my life. Would you stay with me today? Message. Join us anytime at PCACHurch.com and every Sunday at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City.